to the 31st episode of the NLF East podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the lava to my lamp, Brandon Gross. <laughs> I like that one. I, You know, I used to have a lava lamp uh, as a kid, but like I never used it. Okay. And it like sort of like gets like corroded, like, like sort of corrodes inside the lamp. They get nasty. And it just... It gets nasty. Yeah. I don't understand the science behind lava lamps. You know, I mean, I, I should have. It started in the 70s. I should have should know this by <laughs> You've now. You've had all this time to research it, Brandon. <laughs> what are you doing? Time. Should have been the first thing, uh, first thing I read when I learned how to read. It should have <laughs> been like, lava lamps. Got to find out. You invented Wikipedia just so you could learn more yeah. about lava lamps. Um, <laughs> I have one. That's obviously, as I do always, look around my room desperately for inspiration as to the introduction for the mm-hmm. podcast. And there's a lava lamp. Miranda has done a wonderful job reorganizing our bedroom and by doing so has gifted me her lava lamp on my desk now so i uh yeah. i'm living groovy yeah, you, life baby you got a lava lamp you got green shag carpeting <laughs> you got a bad company poster on your wall <laughs> listen i got a little bit of everything um i also have a parquet courts uh framed record and brandon you and i famously saw parquet courts together so pretty cool i was actually i was actually discussing that with my roommate who was also at that same show at the time and he uh um uh, he reminded me that they actually have a new album out. Yeah. I have not listened to it yet. Have you listened to it yet? The f- did the full length drop or did just the singles come out? He he told me full LP. Wow. Okay. That makes sense because they did an album release show here on Friday and I wasn't able to go because I was going on date night. <laughs> so I had to, you know, date night takes precedent to uh, my dude, favorite band's dude, album release Dude, your girlfriend's show, so. got you whipped, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I can't believe I'm back in high school again. <laughs> my friends are roasting me for hanging out with my girlfriend. Yeah. No, no, no. That that was the right move. You'll see them. They're freaking in New York. You'll see them. And I've already seen them live three times. So like, what? Well, yeah, yeah. What am I? I'm not in a rush to go run out and see them. But I did see their new single got released. I haven't listened to that yet, and I've so I've been a bad fan. It's been a it's been a crazy weekend though. So date night. Miranda and I went and got soup dumplings in Chinatown and then watched watched Shang-Chi completely unrelated, Brandon, not intentional, not like a weird uh, semi-racist themed date night. That was just like the way the cards went with a deck. That I we saw the handing. pictures. You guys are wearing kimonos. <laughs> oh, no. I, uh, I, I may or may not have brought a. No, wait, I'm going to start mixing up cultures here. I'm not even going to begin to go down this, uh, Don't this even rabbit do hole. It. No, no, no. I'm going to cancel myself. Um and Shang-Chi ruled. I'm not a Marvel movie guy really at all, but this was, it was a fun, fun romp. A lot of good action, a lot of good uh, comedy. I just enjoyed myself with a good day at the theater. Yeah, I, I refuse to see it. It's Marvel. So I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a nihilist. I'm a pessimist. <laughs> I, I don't like it. Okay. All right. Scorsese, I'm at one of those down. things. <laughs> yeah, dude. I endorse him fully. <laughs> Anytime I see him talk shit about it, I'm like, yep, down for that. He loves, he's, he just does sound like old man yelling at the sky, though. Like, he is not wrong. He is not wrong. There's a monopoly on not popular wrong. filmmaking at this point, but like he, there's just no way you can be above the age of 70 and start complaining about the way things are and the way they used to be and not just sound like a, an old man. <laughs> With that being said, okay. if they asked me to to direct some, they they dug up some comic book that had one one year of release that's like Paperboy or something, you know, some like <laughs> okay, yeah. some character that they're like just trying to milk. Yeah, I direct Paperboy. You do it in a heartbeat. You drop all of your other, you drop NL Feast to the curb in order to go direct Paperboy. Uh, to the curb. Hey, I, uh, I mean, I don't know if you saw this, but I did re- the pilot that I filmed months ago was we did have the screening on Friday. Huge congratulations. Um, Thank you. I'm not saying that for your congrats. No, but I, I know appreciate what you're doing. It. You're milking this opportunity sa- for congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it just in case someone wants to get me to direct Paperboy. Listen, let me direct Paperboy. <laughs> How was it? Was it weird seeing seeing it on the big screen? Yeah, it was weird. It was super weird. Uh, it, it's also strange too because you're so close to it, and it's like you have favorite jokes and non-favorite jokes, and, and it's interesting times. to see what what lands in front of a big audience oh, and what interesting. doesn't. And uh, what what landed were the simpler ones okay. and then there's like ones that you're like oh this is like a weird reference or something that we like that we threw in yeah. here and i also get sick joy out of that okay too, all right yeah, like, you're just, just making just like makes antiquated references to 70s yeah. rock bands <laughs> no not 70s it takes place in the 40s so i gotta go way deeper than that Ooh, yeah i mean rock and roll wasn't even invented then brandon so. i got no rock and roll references <laughs> in this one we got laurel and hardy and that's okay it, baby. all right all right that's good but i'm glad it went over well it was uh you gotta munch some popcorn what was the snack situation like yeah, they actually so they did leave the concessions open for for us, which is very, very cool. kind. Um, what theater shout was out it? To the, 
the Lamley Royal. Nice. So it's the one on like the west side, one of the many uh, Lamley theaters here, which are highly recommend if you're in Los Angeles. Check out a Lamley theater. But they were very kind to us. Uh, we gave a little speech at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, my writing partner may have mentioned uh, Alec Baldwin, who wow. killed someone recently. Previous and to the previous to the news being released. Or post, no, no, no. Post. This was after. Okay, he, okay. he took a big swing at a joke. And, you know, I would say 70% of people were fine with the joke because it wasn't anything. Yeah. Well, you know, was he going to say, be malicious. was he going to say, did he say, like, I hope this movie kills, like Alec Baldwin? <laughs> no, it was more like, hey, shout out to our safety guy. Oh. And he shouted him out because the safety guy came to town. And he was like, you know, he, he taught us not to be an Alec Baldwin oh, on set okay. or something That's like right. that. That's all right. Something That's along right. those lines. And then there, we, that was the only time we got. A little bit of groans, yeah, but I said I said I distanced myself, and I was like, I didn't approve that joke. <laughs> That's what you do. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta cut them down. You can't listen. You're, you gotta cut the fat, Brandon. You, you're the lean meat. Get Alex out of here, Alec. Get him, get him out of here, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> no, don't do that. We love Alex. Alex, right? I'm getting in my head now about the Alec. He's an Alec. He's an Alec. Okay. Mm-hmm. God, and I've so, met him before. You guys played on softball together. I, yeah, we were we were intimate partners, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would play first base together in tandem. So we had on your sex back. on the diamond, Brandon. Who's asking? Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, that's great. I'm really proud of you. Big shout out. I gave you a, I gave you a quote tweet, Brandon, which I don't do liberally. So you know I love you. Un- unless it's a picture of Yiddy Kappa, you don't you don't <laughs> you don't do quote tweets too. Often. I don't do quote tweets too often. No, um, that's awesome. Well, do, anything else exciting besides uh, premiering your pilot you've been working on for over a year? <laughs> Actually, yes. We mentioned softball, yes, and okay. I'm not trying to toot my horn double. Let's get it to. But I did get the walk off hit in our softball Whoa, game on Sunday. Okay. Now to bring me back down to earth, though, it was a hit, but it was more of like a fielder's choice mm, because okay. what happened was it was first and third. No outs. Not a single one. Um, I hit it up the middle, past the pitcher's glove. The shortstop got it. Um, I think he tried stepping on second base to get the runner that was going first to second and then throwing it home, which is not smart. He should have just, just gone go home. Just go home, yeah. Take the easy hit. out. Um, but the guy we had on third was too fast, and uh, we scored. So I got I got the walk-off sort of fielder's choice. That's huge. Congratulations. Um, wow. So game. is this the best weekend of your life? <laughs> Uh, you know what's weird? I felt I felt uh, I didn't feel I felt fine. I, there was nothing that exciting, and I was like, I think there's something emotionally wrong with me. that. That that is never have I heard a better example of being an adult than being like, yep, yeah, even the good stuff is fine. <laughs> Just yeah. well, I'll take it. I won my softball league and premiered a pilot yep. I've been working on for over a year. But you know, <laughs> it's all the same. But then tomorrow's work again. Yeah, you turn into Garfield. You're like, and then it's Monday, and I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> How was your weekend aside from racially no, appropriating? Stop. No, <laughs> this is not my reputation. No, no, no. You said it. it was you an started accident. it. And I fe- I realized how awful it was when I was just telling my roommate what I did. And then I was like, hmm, that seems like, like a Midwestern mom who thinks she's doing a good thing but is actually doing a wildly offensive thing. But you guys consciously weren't doing no, it. So that's no, no, no. different. No. Um, and I've just been obsessed with that one restaurant in particular. I went there once after night court. Went there post night court. Um, and when you watch the show night, Court. yeah, not my work, not unrelated to my yeah. work, <laughs> just entirely mm-hmm. after uh, binging, uh, the old television show. Uh, and I was like, this is my new favorite place. My parents are coming into town in about a month. Yeah. About a month from now. So, oh, cool. um, they will be going to that restaurant. I'll be making sure that they go down there. What's the restaurant? It's Do you want to shout out the four, restaurant? Five, six new Shanghai. Um, it's really great. Yeah. Is that the place that has the green dumplings? No, they do. They're more like a cl- uh, classic soup dumplings and like pork buns. Okay, and, um, that sounds amazing. Wait, so are they? Are your parents in town for Thanksgiving? They are in town treat? for Thanksgiving. They come in Wednesday and they leave on Sunday, so it's a little bit of a long trip. Um, not a long trip, an appropriate amount of time. Uh, it'll be really nice because obviously I was robbed of the holidays with them last year, just from living on a different part of the country. Um, and was able to see them in May, but this will be a lot of fun. We're going to have Thanksgiving. We're trying to, I should actually contact Whole Foods this week because we're trying to do a prefix menu. We don't want to make food. You know, this is going to be, mm-hmm. which they're going to be in an Airbnb in South Slope, like just not a place that they should be <laughs> trying to cook a full <laughs> Thanksgiving meal. Um, uh, so we're going to do that. I, I'm trying to think of other things we should do. Like they're not especially interested in doing the touristy stuff. So I don't think we're going to go to the Empire State Building or like yeah. Statue of Liberty or well, anything. Well, I'm sure but, they've seen it. They've yeah, been there. Yeah. But this is my so. brother's first time going. My brother's never been to New York. To City. New York ever? Never. Never. So like Oh wow. I will take him to Times Square. I figure like I'll I'll take him out for a night on the town with some friends sometimes. 
we'll do Thanksgiving. We'll go to I don't know. I wanted to take him to the the High Line, the Chelsea High Line, that like mm-hmm. uh, above ground park. Sure. Um, yeah. And give him yeah you know pe- like I love to give tours with my taste buds, so doing a lot of a lot of food. Um, love it. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. It's like well, since I found out about it, every time I go do something fun, I like write it in my notes app on my phone. Or I'm like, would this be like a, a parent fun mm-hmm. thing to do? So, um, oh, that's cute. So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be a great time. When they visited, when I lived in Los Angeles, uh, famously how you and I met, Brandon. Um, mm-hmm. Famously, uh, they they came and visited, and we had a really great time and showed them around and did a bunch of fun stuff. I think I met I met your parents briefly. I feel. Were like. you at the Lyric Hyperion right? show? No, I wasn't there, but I feel like I oh, maybe softball. I just made it up in my no, head. No, 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 no. You did meet them. They came to, they softball. Came to softball. Okay, yeah. I think there I think go. they came to softball, and then I bolted from softball to go do stand up at the Hyperion like immediately afterwards. So that sounds. I right, did yeah. well in softball. Probably did okay in softball. And then I've said this on the podcast before, but that that Hyperion show was one of my, if not my last stand up show, and the high like the the most success I've ever had, the most laughs I've ever gotten. Um, was it. just on, and then I retired. I, I went out while on top, and baby. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I hadn't gone to an open mic in like a few weeks at that point. I was really just kind of going off the like the the instinct, and then because nobody likes open mics, Brandon. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Mm. Um. So yeah, you know, it's uh, uh sorry not to cut you no, off, please. but I just feel like it. Uh, it's a shame your parents couldn't stay stay at the city field Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I they said they're staying at Airbnb, and I was like, they should have stayed. There. I wonder. Well, that it's a it's an inconvenient location from where I live, but I wonder if it's available in the off season, and if so, if it's just much cheaper because there's no baseball being played. I think because we joked that we were going to record a podcast yeah. there, and I think we looked, and I think it was sold out for like a year. Plus. That's right. Also, yeah. Well, hopefully our podcast is kicking around, Brandon. We hit 31 episodes. We are through our first, well, not big knock on wood, but we are almost through our first full season of the NL Feast podcast. And Brandon, let's not forget, season number one of the NL Feast podcast led to an NL East team being in the World Series, Braves fans. So I... Uh, I- I tweeted it out. I think that we were the good luck charm for the Braves this year. I completely agree on because also we rarely spoke shit about the Braves, even when they were playing 500. I think we were like worried about the injuries yes. and stuff, but we were like always high on the Braves. Famously, had a uh, almost an entire segment of mourning when Acuna went down. <laughs> And really almost brought yes. the mood down of the entire podcast for that episode. Mm-hmm. It got very strange. It was almost like a eulogy. Um, but yes, honestly, Brandon, I'm kind of thinking about it in my head now. The only teams that we, well, we were kind of a little shitting on the Phillies the first half of the season. But the second half, we were riding that Bryce Harper train before the rest of the world was. And I mm-hmm. think like that brought us back onto the Phillies side. Um, but honestly, we just mainly shit talk each other's teams the most. <laughs> I'm making fun yeah. of the Mets and you're making fun of the Marlins and that's kind of the way it should be, Brandon. I, that's what I think. That's the way it should always be. I uh, I feel like today, I feel like we're, we're into tooting our own horns. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're really into. We're trying to make ourselves feel better. We're insecure today, yes. so we're trying to be like, I did this. I'm like, I did my best Lyric Hyperion show when my parents were there. I'm going to yeah. make them. I hit a walk-off. I'm going to make them Thanksgiving dinner and I accidentally culturally appropriated an entire country. Yeah. Um, you couldn't stop bragging about that. <laughs> Brandon, I had to do the rule of threes there. Classic comedy. You say one, mm-hmm. you develop a pattern, you say two. And on that third one, baby, that's the joke. It's right there. Come on. That's the joke. That's the joke. And instead of having an NL Feast podcast, this is going to be comedy writing 101, Brandon. Buckle up, baby. <laughs> we are the most qualified people for that job. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Just like two guys that did improv, like the whole, like it was a baseball <laughs> podcast, but then the off season they just like started teaching us about yes and, and yeah. patterns. They said, and yeah, they're really being on uh, on uh, building a world. Damn it, Brandon! What's it called when you uh, when you're miming something in improv? What is it called? Good at doing this. Uh, good at what's the term? Good at being sad. I don't no, know. Good you at... know what I'm saying? though? where you're like fake pantomiming. No, there's a word for it. Oh, it's gonna drive me. Up oh, up. object work. Yes, object work. Yes, they taught us really good object work. God, that was such a long uh, uh, thinking process, thought process for something that just did not We're retired out. from comedy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Object work. I'm glad you got that. You taught No Bears, didn't you? You're the president of our college oh, yeah. improv team. Oh, yeah. I, I taught. I, uh, I actually recently had a memory that I taught. I also taught after uh, 
Tallahassee after after Florida oh, State. Oh, that's right. I taught, I taught a team in South Florida yes. in between me moving to L.A. And I taught, I didn't teach a team, but I taught a few classes there. And I was clearly the youngest person there. <laughs> um, and I was just teaching like these 30 plus year olds how to do improv. And most of them respected me, but some of them didn't. And that's fine. And I accept hey, that. Hey, that's how it goes sometimes. You can't, you can't trust a 23 year old to teach you uh, how to be funny sometimes. I, uh, mm-hmm. okay, this is the last tangent we'll get on. We've been bullshitting for 15 full minutes now at this point, which is what <laughs> happens when there's one thing to talk about in a baseball podcast and you don't know that much about baseball. I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I have a good friend of mine. Uh, shout out to Holly. She's uh, one of my, honestly, one of my oldest friends at this point. I met her in my freshman year of college so about a little over 10 years ago now. 12 years? 11 years ago. Um, God, we're getting old, Brandon. I uh, uh, and her dad like later in life, probably in his mid 50s, joined an improv troupe for the first time. Uh, and was do just what I would, what I deemed dad prov and was do like anything that would have done really well in the early nineties improv comedy <laughs> scene, like for, uh, for like ABC, <laughs> like just like very big broad sure. comedy, but like for a gener- yeah. like a previous generation, he's nailing it, dude. He's killing That's it. That's great. I love that. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I bought a grill for, uh, for my wife. And she's like, you spend more time with her than you do with me. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, sir, this is improv, not stand up. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's just monologuing. <laughs> well, like, just ask him for a word. What are you doing? Um, all right, Brandon, moving right along. We're going to predict the world series. Brandon, I can't believe we're already at this part of the baseball season. We're going to some predictions down for that we're going to tell some 60 second stories get into our degrom of the week feast or famine and of course as always our feature future fans but brandon before we get into any of that i think a little crazy something happened in our division this week and uh the braves are going to the world series after winning uh well winning a seven game series only having to play six games um and mm-hmm. uh yeah and in great fashion uh on the on the backs of a lot of players that we weren't anticipating yeah, I mean, the Dodgers, first off, just looked tired. I feel like they were just like, they were totally toast. Uh, the offense was sleepy, aside from Chris Taylor and, and Mookie Betts for the most part. Um, but on the opposite side of that, on the flip side of that, it's incredible that the same players that the Braves picked up at the deadline, minus Soler, who, who's joining them for the World Series, um, but those same players, Peterson, Rosario, um, Duvall are the are the players that are just like carrying this team yeah. more so Rosario and Peterson, but uh, absolutely just like putting the team on their back and it's continued from the trade deadline to the freaking World Series now. Yeah, and it's it's been it doesn't make any sense and it's like I I don't know if they they all these players just needed to change the scenery like it's just like. It, this this team is really like a romantic major league type team at this point. Yeah, it's really strange. There's a great statistic that the MLB Network threw around um, that the Braves' midseason acquisitions. So yeah, the Solers, the Jock Petersons, the Adam Duvalls, the Eddie Rosarios have driven in 25 of the 40 postseason runs for the Braves. Which, as far as like a team, I mean, you and I talked about this on the podcast when it happened, when they were seemingly trying to fill the 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 contributions of one single player, Acuna. With four, like high power, low ceiling guys that'll just like get red hot sometimes, and then other times go like oh for ten in a week. Um, and we were a little down on it. I mean, I, I I think specifically like the Rosario thing. We were like, I don't know what you're doing here. This is just throwing as many band aids on an open flesh wound as you possibly can. And we were wrong. He had get a load of this stat. So we'll get into to. I try to think of Sweaty Eddie was the first thing that came to mind. That's not a good nickname. <laughs> I need a good nickname. Who's that? Sweaty Eddie. Uh, what rhymes with Sweaty? Betty Eddie? Who the hell Sweaty Eddie? I'm trying to give Eddie Rosario a nickname. Oh, yeah, see? That was like a guy on Twitter. <laughs> no, that's no. what it sounded like to me. I was like, that's got to be a guy on Twitter. <laughs> like, who is that? You know, our boy. Shout um, out to Sweaty Eddie. He does sound like an sweaty. NL Feast but- fan. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Anybody, anybody that sweats so much, it's in their Twitter handle, definitely listens to our bad podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, what was I saying? Uh, I got distracted. Oh, uh, what if what if you call him ER? Ooh, that's pretty good. Because he's gonna going to send your pitchers to the ER. Yeah, that's a good one. I like yeah, that yeah, one a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we should be pitching these. Much like our, our themed restaurants for baseball stadiums, we should be pitching these nicknames um, to Eddie Rosario. But yeah, he had 14 hits. In an LCS series, in a six-game LCS series, that's the most hits that a single player has ever had in a six-game, um, six-game or less series, and that's a big shout out to our dude, who I believe we shouted out on the podcast last week at Brave Stats, 
Welcome back to the podcast, mm-hmm. Brave Stats. Welcome back. It's a great stat. Do you like us? <laughs> please, do you like us, please? Um, no, one of my favorite statistics. Yeah, just an insane an insane um, series for Eddie Rosario. He hit the three-run shot in the deciding game. Um and during game six, that put them up and then uh, built up a lead that was never, uh, never toppled again. Just a great story from a from a guy who's also been playing great defense. It's not like it's been one sided. Like, you know, he's not just been like offense only. He's been flashing the leather a little bit too, um, stealing bases. He's just a, he's been a, all around a phenomenal uh, contribution to this Braves team. Yeah, and remember when he also hit for the cycle? Like, this is <laughs> yeah, not just, right. like, a new thing. Like, this dude has just been... And I know he had 30-plus homers for the Twins a couple years ago, but it, he seemingly fell off a cliff, yeah. and then as soon as he went to the Braves... I mean, it's possible that he worked with the coaches, and maybe they saw something in his swing that was missing mm. um, in Minnesota, or possibly, like, he just needed the change of scenery, like I said. But it's very real, obviously, and and... It just an incredible, just an incredible run for the Braves. And, like, I don't – if it was any other NL East team, like if it was the Phillies right now, I would be a little bitter, yeah. to be honest. Uh, but I, I'm not rooting for the Braves whatsoever because I cannot as a, as a Mets fan. But this team is exciting. If they win the World Series, good for them because they deserve it. It's sad that Acuna isn't there. But an exciting team. And, like, this is what happens every few years. It's like the 06 Cardinals when they won 83 wins. It's like these teams yeah. just, like, catch fire. They gel well. And they have, like, players that, like, so Taguchi and Scott Spezio in 2006. <laughs> and now it's it's uh, Eddie Rosario and Jock Peterson uh, in 2021. Yeah, insane um, stuff. It's like the Nationals two years ago, 2019. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Nationals, too, honestly. But, yeah, it's not just the those offensive players. It's also the bullpen. I mean, your boy Tyler Matzik, uh, I know you want to talk about him and his big seventh inning. Please, Tyler Matzik. Brandon, uh, this is something that we talked about a lot this year, is that this idea that um, that the, the Braves' bullpen uh, was bad. And I think that the thing that we saw the Braves fans on Twitter that we interacted with complain the most about was the bullpen. It was the bullpen and the injury luck to their starters, like specifically just like they're or generally they're pitching as a whole. Um, and Tyler Matzik threw like probably the best inning of his entire career um, from now and remaining any time afterwards, you got to assume, barring some great pitching uh, performance in the World Series. Um, in the seventh inning, Dodgers have men in scoring position, tying runs. And Matzik strikes out the side. He comes in in the seventh inning, strikes out, what was it, Pujols, Souza, and Betts? Is that who it was? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, you just fell for the guy. It, it was, like, one of those moments that happens in baseball where you're like, oh, the Braves are going to win. Okay, gotcha. This is, that like, that was the Dodgers' yeah. chance. It's over. Um, so, yeah, honestly, the Braves really just, like, like we were just talking about, like, the Nationals, like, just a team that got hot at the right time, and, and the people that needed to get hot are getting hot. Will Smith isn't blowing games. I know Luke Jackson had a couple bad uh, a couple bad opportunities when he was when he was coming in relief, but, like, yeah, dude, the, just everything has fallen into, the place, into place for the Braves right now. Now, I, the Dodgers in the game five, like, gave up or scored 11 runs off Chris Taylor with three homers, dude. What Chris Taylor is this? This is pissing me off because that was one of those supposed offseason acquisitions for the Marlins. A nice, cheap, but good outfield piece. And now he's not going to be cheap. Oh, <laughs> dude, he's going to get a an absolute stack of cash after, after his performance. Paid. It was just funny because he was terrible. Remember, he was like, after uh, before he hit that, that big homer against the Cardinals in the wild card game, the walk-off homer. Yeah. Remember, he was like like 7 for 72, some, some crazy stat like that before that. Um, but also, he's like a premier like current day position player where he can play multiple positions. He's, he's good all, all over the, the place. Like he's a, he's a 2021, 20, 2022 yeah. year type player. Yes. Um, great contributor. He's someone that I wanted the Mets to go after, but also I don't think the chunk of change that's going to be shelled out for him is going to be worth it. I kind um, of agree with you. Does he go back to LA? There's no chance he goes back to LA, right? I don't think so. I don't know. It seems like the Dodgers are more into uh, letting you know, signing superstars for big contracts, but then letting some of the role players go because they feel like they can fill the role player roles with, you know, the Gavin Lux guys of the yes, world. the people coming um, up for them. Yeah, Which absolutely. They've been right so far. <laughs> Not, I haven't really proved us wrong up I, until the loss against the Braves, Brandon. I like how we, uh, <laughs> how this is an NLEs podcast. We have an NLEs team in the World Series, and we're like, what about the Dodgers? Like, let's go back. Let's talk about the Dodgers. You said something earlier, though, that I kind of wanted to touch on, which was the what? idea that the Dodgers looked exhausted. And I know Scherzer was like quoted as saying his arm felt like it was going to fall off his body and that there was all these indications that he was going to pitch in game six and just couldn't do it because of how exhausted he was. And I think 
that's kind of what happens when there's another over 100 win team in your division and the Padres. Like the the Braves played the end like by the end of the year, like with the exception of the Phillies, none of the teams in their division were sniffing a playoff uh, playoff berth, and like. That makes a difference. If you if you're not having to like go in and, and beat like I mean we both both our teams face the Giants and it's scary and like the Bra- or the Dodgers had to do that over and over again. So like the Braves had an opportunity to kind of just like chill, not worry too much. I know the Phillies were nipping at their heels a little bit there towards the end, um, but I think that makes a difference, dude. Yeah, and and I also- know they they always try to say you know they have the uh, the teams that were in the World Series the previous year have or they're like hungover yeah. from uh, from playing those extra games. I mean that's only about what 15 more games right you about think? average about that yeah, yeah. um so i don't i don't really buy into that too much i know it's probably ex- extra weird the prior year because of covid and i think the season went a little bit later because of that yeah but uh yeah i don't know how much i buy into that but i mean it is normally the healthier teams and and the teams that that have these role-playing guys uh are the ones that end up going going uh you know the full the full length of uh, of the postseason. Um, but how are you feeling about the Braves Astros series? Oh, I had a cough, Brandon. You almost lost me. Oh, I didn't second. hear the cough. <laughs> oh, it was one of those coughs where it's like I'm not drinking anything, I'm not eating anything. You're hitting I just, a bong. I'm, I'm okay, so I hit a bong though. Um, but I am just choking on my own spit like a fucking child over here, like on podcast. You know. Um, I don't know. Also, Brandon, wait, I didn't get a brag. I called this. I said Braves in six. You reminded me of this today. Mm-hmm. But like my prediction came true, Brandon. I am Nostradamus. What's it like? It's like I was in a podcast with a genius. Yeah, well, you weren't Nostradamus when you were betting at the beginning of the season, were you? Hey, hey, you know, I got to hey. get him off my tail. I got to get him off my tail. Can't let uh, him think I well, know too let's much. Say, okay, okay. Well, if you want to continue the streak, what's your prediction for the Astros Braves World Series? How are we feeling about this? This is not going to win me over any of our Braves fans. I'm looking at Dylan, looking at Braves stats, looking at the, what's the Riley Bean. Rakes Twitter account that we've harassed over and Bean over. No buzz. No one listen to our podcast. And also the, uh, the person that uh, got very upset with us when we tagged like 40 people to podcast post. Oh, yes. And, yeah. We're and not got all the notifications person, yeah. for it. Yeah, that um, was Chipper Jones, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, sorry, Chipper. Um, I'm going to say Houston and six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think See, this Houston yeah. offense is just like absolutely on fire right now. Um, true, but also the Astros pitching is questionable. The Astros, that's also true. McCullers is out for the World Series. I know. I As we that. know, Verlander's been out all year. Granky's not stretched out to be a starting pitcher. Um, they have Valdez. They have that rookie Garcia. They have Jake Odorizzi, who was atrocious and and one of the starts against the red sox yes um i don't know i mean if 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 freed and morton and anderson for that matter pitch as well as they have i mean i know it's a tall ass because they've been phenomenal in the playoffs i don't know i mean i think they might be able to miss some bats in this series and and the braves offense is obviously no no slouch i know you probably you know gun to head gun to head even even though rosario and peterson and all those guys duvall all those guys we've talked about Mm-hmm. They've had phenomenal runs here. You would take the Astros offense top to bottom any other day over over the Braves because of because of those guys in the outfield, right? Yes. Yeah. And and because yeah, just like the Kyle Tuckers and like the Altuve's and the Correa is like Bragman. Top to bottom. Just top to bottom. I mean it's just Alvarez, the offense, yeah. Jordan Alvarez has been hot. Um but maybe you're right. I don't know. Freed got hit around a little bit in game five against the Dodgers. True. Um yeah. but I mean, the Dodgers have on paper the best team in baseball, so not a not like a, an indictment on and on uh, Max Freed by any means. Um, listen, Brandon, when you're psychic, you just got to trust the gut, baby. This is what my gut is telling me. It's telling okay. me Astros in six. I was right this last series. Ignore anything I've ever said previous to that moment. Um, but <laughs> what about you? What do you think? And it sounds like you're leaning towards the Braves. I just I I'm a, always a big fan, like I said, of the momentum teams, the teams that won eighty something games, squeak yes. into the playoffs, beat beat a Goliath. I'm always a big fan of those teams because I I you see it a lot where they uh, where they do win win the championship, or you do see them get absolutely thwacked by by a powerhouse in the other division. Those are normally <laughs> exactly. the two yeah, ways it goes, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I understand the Astros prediction 100%. That offense is filthy. The Braves' offense is also filthy, too. Very Can true. you expect 
once again, our boys, Rosario, Duval, Peterson, you expect them to bring it into the World Series. Because if they don't, if they hit like their their norms, then maybe they're in a little bit of a trubs, you know? You're, make, you're kind of swaying me a little bit. And I'm also kind of realizing, like, what's the fun? I don't want to root for the Astros. And I feel like... At this point, there's also that reminds me of something else that you said like 20 minutes ago that I put a mental note I wanted to comment on and then forgot until this moment right now. Um, but what if I said Braves in five? Ooh, that's kind of sexy, right? <laughs> what if you just changed your pick completely? <laughs> I changed my pick completely. What do you think of that? What if I said Braves in five, Brandon? What do you think of that? Uh, I think you're just trying to to grease everyone's palms <laughs> on both sides of this. I'm, I'm like Braves fans. Listen, we're going to need you during the off season. <laughs> you yeah. got to stick around with us, please. Um, all right, what is, I'm uh, gonna oh. say, I'm gonna say Braves in seven. Braves That's in my seven. Final I think this is going to be a very good series. I really do. I think there's going to be a lot fun. of offense on both sides. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a very good series, and I could see it going seven. If the Astros win, congratulations to Dusty Baker, because he had nothing to do with the cheating, and I like his toothpick, and he no. deserves to have a World <laughs> Series. Um, Did you see the crazy Dusty Baker stat, or fact, I guess, more than stat, that he, like, his first, when he debuted as a ball player, he was playing for the Braves, and his first game he played was against the Astros? Isn't that oh funny? wow, that is true. Yeah, and also I know, like, yeah, Hank Aaron was like his, his uh, mentor because he he was worried because he was he was a uh, a black man from Northern California and he was worried to go to the Deep South. Very um, understandable at that time. And Hank Aaron sort of took him under his wing and told Dusty Baker's parents, "He's like, don't worry, I I got him." Wow, which that's is, sweet uh, as hell. Which is amazing, an amazing story. And I love Dusty. I know he's an old school manager. I know people will go poo poo. We want we want the young guys. We, <laughs> they're gonna want... go poo poo, Brandon. <laughs> they're gonna go poo poo. They're like, we want a utility guy. We want Rocco Baldelli to to coach us, which I get. You know, I'm sure the Mets are gonna end up with one of those freaking guys as their manager. But uh I love Dusty, and if he gets a World Series ring, I'll be happy for him, not the Astros organization. I'll be happy for him. Um But also, how about uh how about our boy Snicker? You know, his son's like the assistant hitting coach for the Astros. You see no this? No way. Really? Yeah. His son is the assistant hitting coach for the Astros. So it's a Snicker family World Series. Hungry. Grab a Snicker. Remember that one? Oh, of course. And we were like, what if what if Brian <laughs> Snicker was just in his post-game press conference, just gnawing on his Snickers, not answering questions and just, just going like, I like Snickers. <laughs> He's like, I'm not sponsored by them or anything. Winks at the camera. Yeah. But if they wanted to, I wouldn't say no. Yeah. <laughs> we just they're turned like, him into like a debutant. like, why did you pull Max Fried early from the game? He's like, who? Max Fried? I don't eat fried foods. I eat Snickers. Uh, yeah, only thing I eat when I go to the fair, fried Snickers. <laughs> Have you ever had fair food like that? Like just like the really gross fried stuff? So fun fact, in high school, I went to one of those fairs um, with my high school girlfriend. and, she, and we Whoa, had, we okay. Had, we I had didn't realize a, we had a stud on our hands having a high school girlfriend. All right, calm okay. down. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we had this a This was fried. last year, right? When you were... Yeah. When you were when you... <laughs> yeah. Shh, be quiet, dude. That's what I telling you. Um, and we, had a, we shared fried Oreo. And then like that night, she had to get her gallbladder taken out. Oh, my God. It like oh set it God. off. That was like the last thing. So I would not... I yeah you know, I don't advise I like uh, I'll have the fried chicken yeah. I'll have French fries not big on the fried foods not gonna do the weird the fried donuts not for me I'm out they're I tap incredibly out rich I've had fried Oreos before I haven't done the fried candy bars but I've had the fried Oreos and it's like I'm a man of indulgence when it comes to food Brandon I will eat too much when I was at four five six New Shanghai with Miranda I ate so much that we had to opt out of the popcorn that was planned at uh at the movie. Um, I just love to eat food and I like rich food over sweet food. So maybe that has something to do with it. But like, man, I can just not, I had, I had one and I was like, yep, I get it. I know what it is. Uh, now I'm done. <laughs> Never going to have that again. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to write them off as a whole. This is a funny story. Uh, I was out, we were out in the East village first time, like going out, uh, for a night on the town in Manhattan since, since COVID, this was only like a couple weeks ago. Oh, it was after, it was during the Red Sox race series because we had all those race fans. So we went out to standings like a sports bar and hung out there. Um, and we were going to the communist bar, the KGB bar. Have you of heard course. about this? You told You're... me about this, I think, yes. last week. Yeah. Okay. On the pod or off the pod? I think on the pod. On the pod. That's right. And I went there and I felt old. It was my 60-second mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Part of that story I don't think I told was that Chris, my good friend Chris, just a sweet boy, um, and and I guess my coworker now, um, 
just was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to raise to grab a fried Oreo. And I was like, nobody comes back once you leave to get a fried Oreo. That's the nail in the coffin of the night. You're going home, baby. I don't know what you're saying. But he's like, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And we're like, no, you're, you're not coming back. We'll see you tomorrow. Why would he lie to you guys? Uh, he, I think he left with the intention of coming back. And then I was like, you're not going to come back. You're oh, going to eat a fried Oreo, and then you're going to go on the train and go home. And or he's going to go to the hospital and get his gallbladder yeah, taken he's out. Go to the hospital. Um, yeah, anyway, so Max Freed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Max Freed, yeah, so I was saying Brian Snicker with the, with the this, uh, this, uh, his son. So, okay, I, you know what, Brandon? I'm, I want some podcast solidarity. Third time's the charm. I'm with you on Braves and Seven. Let's go. We're, we're Braves dying and on Seven. Song. Let's do it. Braves we're, and Seven. That's Braves what we're predicting. I, want, I also want to see a Game Seven. We haven't had, I guess, the, the only, uh, we had the wild card games, of course, but the yes. only, like, sudden death game we had was... Dodgers Astros game five right that's the only one in the playoffs yes so and far. the play the play in Dodgers no, sorry Dodgers Giants said Astros Dodgers Giants Brandon's predicting next year's World Series here on the pod oh my god are you fucking kidding me that would suck dude <laughs> that'd be kind of fun because the Dodgers, Dodgers want to get their revenge oh, on the Astros for the cheating season they're enough, the narrative dude there. honestly it's cool that the, that's why it's cool that the Braves are in because it's like even though the Braves win the division almost every year now uh that because it's not the same Red Sox Astros dot you know what I mean I'm sick of it I don't want it yes. anymore we need we need some spice in there the White Sox had a little spice this year but we need you know we need teams like I don't know the Mets in there you know we just need different, <laughs> oh, we just yeah. need different teams in there what about the Padres would have loved some Padres in the playoffs that's a goddamn shame huh hey uh, uh speaking of Mets former manager Louis Rojas mm-hmm. did interview for the Padres job uh, today. Yeah, he's going to be the most. He's going to have the most ejections halfway through the season over there, like he did in, the, in New York. Um, yeah, you know how I feel about that. I'm. I, I don't have a problem with Rojas. Do we? Kind of predicted this too. Speaking of not, Nostradamus is on the pot. I think we said that he's going to go. We were. We were like, yeah. There's no way he doesn't interview in San Diego. Yeah, him and Mike Schilt. So that'll be something interesting to follow. Um, I know Louis Rojas actually his half brother Moises Alou, Marlins legend, Mets legend. I have a Moises Alou autographed baseball somewhere in this bedroom. Love him. Yeah, so Love big fan as well. Um, he's also a Marlins legend because of Bartman, am I right? Hey. Yeah, and then he throws the glove down. Bah! <laughs> That's <laughs> Moises Alou impression. <laughs> Sam, what are you for Halloween? I'm Moises Alou throwing the glove what down. Are you, and... what are, you, are you doing a couple's costume with your uh, significant other? Uh, I got roped into one. I don't know. I don't know what uh, what I'm doing, actually, this year. I have no idea. Have we what said you your do? girlfriend's name on the podcast? Uh-uh. We're going to keep it a mystery, baby. Okay. <laughs> Maybe every episode. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to give a, I'm going to give a letter out every episode. It'll be like the <laughs> oval teen part in, uh, in the Christmas it's, story. It's uh, it's Alec. It's a- <gasps> big reveal on the pod. <gasps> the big reveal. <laughs> um, yeah, I got roped in. Initially, we were going to be our cats, Winona and Sokka. And then I kind of re- that was like I was a cute idea in theory, but then I was like, I'm gonna have to wear cat ears and whiskers and run around a party all day on Friday and Saturday. That sounds like an embarrassing thing to have to do. Um, and then Miranda was like going through a bunch of a couples. It was pretty pretty uh, uh, concentrated on couples costumes specifically. Going through a bunch of options, and she landed on the iconic Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake photo, where Justin Timberlake is wearing. Oh the my can- God! Wait, the-, the white thing. No, 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 the all denim outfit. So I'm wearing oh, all yes, denim. Yes, 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 yes. All denim. I'll post it on the on our Twitter account. Dude, um, that's funny. So I'm wearing all denim, and Miranda's going to be wearing, a, I don't know what Brittany was wearing in that. In I think, that. wasn't she wearing all denim too, or no? Maybe that's right. I just know I have to go to Goodwill now and buy, like, some extra denim stuff. Though I do have a ton of denim stuff. Um, and then that's for s- Friday night. And then Saturday night, I, I'm being a paparazzi, and she's going to continue to be Britney Spears. Which is easy on me because I kind of already dress like a shitty paparazzi already. <laughs> Hoodie. Hoodie. You just need a, you're like, can I borrow your camera? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> really? she's she's wearing denim, too. Where are you guys okay. going to find this outfit? Uh, Miranda ordered a bunch of stuff off Amazon that came today. Um, that's kind of as far as my planning has gone. <laughs> my girlfriend's done a lot of the work. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my funny. Um, um, but if, anyways, if all else fails, do the Moise Salu uh, glove throwdown. Yeah, I'm sure every party I go to in, in Brooklyn is going to be like, oh, yeah, Moises Alou's 2003. Yeah, we know what you're talking about here. Um, <laughs> anyways, Brandon, moving right along. All right, so we talked about the predictions. We did our Braves. I think it's time for Brandon 60-second stories. If this is your first time listening to the podcast and you are a big, dumb moron with that can't watch context clues, listen to context clues, who's the moron now? This is where Brandon and I will each tell one story 60 seconds in length. The timer will go off. We will be cut off and then allowed to probably finish the story. Brandon, 
I want you to go first this week because I've oh, got a story that's you. embarrassing. Okay. Um, the Heat beat the Magic 107 to 90. I just got the push notification on my phone. As a Magic fan, that breaks my heart. Um, but Sorry. I'm putting a timer on the clock. It's all your fault. Uh, and are you ready to go? Yeah. All right. And away we go. So I was reminded recently, we're talking Braves, obviously, a lot. In uh, 2003, I think, when I first, 2002, when I first went to New York, um, my parents took me to Shea Stadium. They were playing the Braves, and the Braves happened to be staying in the same hotel we were staying at. Whoa! Yeah, okay. it was very cool. And this is prime Javi Lopez, uh, Chipper, Julio Franco, John Smoltz, Braves. Oh, years. my God. Great. Um, so in the lobby, they were all just came down at one point, and I got, uh, I got uh, Smoltz, Julio Franco, Bobby Cox autograph, um, uh, Javi Lopez. I got all those guys. I got on just a piece of paper, unfortunately, because I only had like one or two balls with me. Yeah. Um, but the fun part was the next day at like breakfast, they had like the continental breakfast yeah, in yeah, the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Cox, Braves legendary manager, yeah. came in with a guy carrying golf clubs. And uh, and my dad was like, hey, Bobby. He was like, uh, team's looking good or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Bob, and he's like, okay. And he was clearly going to play golf somewhere. But in my brain, I, obviously, you know New York now better than I do. I don't know where he was going. They were saying in, in Midtown Manhattan. I have Probably no Chelsea idea. Probably right? Chelsea Pierce has a driving range. I don't know. I, I'm I not only... sure. It's a, I, I thought he – it looked like he had a full set of clubs. So I thought maybe he was okay. doing a full 9 or 18 holes sort yeah. of thing. The only um, thing I can think of is Chelsea Piers off the top of my head. And I know that because I used to, when I go on vacation with my dad here, I'd drag him to go to the driving range one that's, time. That's funny. <laughs> um, that's an insane story. I'm astonished you haven't told that on the podcast before. It's division I, related. I, it's like great. We love stories of baseball when we were kids. Like dude, insane. Love that story. I forgot, so I forgot about it until now. But yeah, I mean, it was cool. Even though I was a Mets fan and, and actually I did see the Mets win. Legendary pitcher Steve Trashel. Like I think he almost through a no hitter you got into like the seventh with a no wow okay knock on wood knock on wood um i uh I, I got a text to read from my mom by the way she uh she sent a text before i get into my story my mom sent a text and it was very adorable and it must be addressed on the podcast my mom was listening to our podcast for the second time she's double dipping brandon she's listening more than once, a, a, once for every week wait and she listened to the same episode i think she listened to the same episode oh, oh my you, God. you can you can listen angel. hold on she called me today when I was on the train on my way to work. I was like, hey, I'm on the subway. I can't talk right now. Is everything okay? She said, all is good. I'm never, ever ashamed of you. And I was like, what is she talking about? Then she said, re-listening to the pod and your eighth grade shenanigans. And I remember last oh, week, remember yes. I was talking, yeah, about jumping yeah, off the yeah. roof with a broken arm. Because um, we all we do is talk 30% baseball and 70% bullshit anecdotes <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, and I, yeah, that, I just thought that was cute. But she asked me, she said, um... I always the hot sauce mixes you put together and drink were the worst. So I think what she was trying to say is that like of all of the shenanigans I got into, we my old friend Brett and I, uh, who's actually visiting in a couple weeks, um, would do like kind of jackass stunt shit, and we would uh, we would pour like shot glasses full of hot sauce and like Worcestershire, you know, just a bunch of nasty stuff to drink, and then make each other shoot it. Um, and so I think that was the thing that she was saying was the worst. But what a great mom. What a great mom story. Right? Great mom. Your parents are great. Your dad also congratulated me on, on the, the, the pilot thing on, on Twitter. So they, great they parents. Texted, They're also my parents. So I was about nice. to say, they texted me they want to adopt you, Brandon. So welcome to the Clark family. Yeah. <laughs> You're in, baby. All Can right. I come to your Thanksgiving? Well, Any okay. Let's, no, no, no. Oh. One at a time. One at a time. Right. Don't, get a, don't get ahead of yourself. Fine. <laughs> All right. I'm going to jump into my story, which Brandon means that you need to say. And away. We go. All right. So, Brandon, you see it on the rundown. It's a it's a it's a little thing that says I doxed myself accidentally, um, which so this is going to be a shout out to a lot of our Marlins fans. I'm in a I'm in a great uh, Twitter group chat with like Spazzy and Billy the Marxist and our, my card friend Mark, um, Jen, Peter, UK Peter um, from the UK Miami Marlins Twitter accounts. Just a bunch of really great people. I'm just, I'm spa I'm just like scared. I'm gonna forget a name here, but I love all of you. Um, and I, the people were sending. I forget what picture it was that that uh that caused me to to send one in response. But Chris Fried Oreo Chris works with me and thought it would be funny to put a, a dolphin suck 
uh, post-it note on my desk. So when I got back one day, it said dolphins suck. Cute. Is is kind of fine, I guess. It's funny. Dolphins do suck. So it's like pouring salt into wounds right now. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, and so I'm like, oh, hey, group chat that also likes Miami sports. Look at this thing that happened to me. And I sent a picture of it. And I didn't realize. But hold on. We got. OK, I ran over my time, but I'm going to finish my story. Um that in the background of the picture, like it says dolphins suck. And that's sitting on top of a piece of paper that has my login information for everything at work. It's the thing they gave me when I first got <laughs> hired. And it's like email and password. It is desktop login information. It is remote office login information. <laughs> it's like anything and everything. And I've never talked about which organization I work for on the podcast, which is a nonprofit I work for on the podcast. Uh, but now they know. <laughs> they know which Defender Services I work for. Um, and if you know the New York that's Defender's so offices, funny. you should probably be able to figure it out on your own too but um yeah accidentally doxed myself so i hope that my internet stranger friends are, are just that friend did they say quotes. anything did you say anything did you follow I up and panic? i immediately was like oh my god i just did the most boomer shit my entire life i accidentally just <laughs> doxed myself um please be That's nice to me so funny yeah oh so. my god and now and now they're coming for your ass now they're coming for my ass still as dumb as the day i ever got um <laughs> There's the day you met me. That's what I meant to say. I got distracted. Um, all right, Brandon, we're moving along, and you know what time it is. It's the time for the segment that we got intro music for the Grama the Week. The Grama the Week. All right, Brandon, what does that say under there for the Grama the Week? Uh, of course. Come on. It's Come Mr. On. Eddie Rosario. 14 hits over six games in the NLCS. Three run homer in game six. The decisive home run. Uh, the man's got it all. He's got a sweet beard. Sweaty Eddie. Like? Sweaty Eddie. ER, man. <laughs> yeah, taking people to the ER. Um, yeah. Who, was he else? Who else was it going to be? Come on. I thought about Matzek, but it was like, Matzek, but it was like, no. It's the man that just broke a record for the amount yeah. of hits that he's had in a series of that length. That sh- Double shout out to Brave Stats. Um, yeah, it's our boy, Sweaty Eddie. It was, there's got to be a better name. Uh, okay, I'll come back to this later. But um, um, Yeah, um, shouts out to Eddie Rosario, friend of the pod. Anybody Freddy we talk Eddie. about? Freddy Eddie. Well, Freddy well, Eddie. Freddy Eddie. Okay, that could also be spooky if it's like October themed. It's Freddy Krueger, Freddy Eddie. And oh, he's like, yeah. You Eddie I mean? Krueger? Eddie Krueger. That's not bad. <laughs> he's, okay. your night, he's the nightmare of, uh, yeah, you know, a pitcher's nightmare. There we go. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm telling you, Brandon, put us in a marketing office. Put we us got, in a marketing <laughs> office. We shouldn't be doing what we're doing. Sam doesn't like law. He keeps telling me he hates his job. He's telling me he's texting me constantly. I'm no, kidding. He loves no, his job. No, thank you. Come on. I, my, I think I've told you this before, and I've probably said it on the pod if I've told you this before, because this podcast has ruined our friendship. Uh, now we only talk <laughs> if it's being recorded. Um, but Or it's made us strong, Brandon, or it's strengthened our relationship. You know, who's to say? Hey, I see what, you every week now. That's true. And we talk for longer than we've ever talked before. This is like, we're very, uh, this is like high school that's relationship. That's not true. We, haven't, uh, we used to speak longer than an hour in only baseball terms. No, I know. I'm just saying, I, since I've moved, since I've left, we would text, but you know, we're not having hour long phone calls every week. Um, I tried and you turned me away. <laughs> you, we, we, we tried it once and both of us kept going, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> Brian is um, like, Sam, come to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shut up back there. Um, and then your girlfriend, Mm-hmm. Alec. Yes, Alec. I forgot that was the bit. That's my writing um, partner and life. That's yes. Anyways, Eddie Rosario, the Grom of the Week. Brandon, this is another segment that should have music, Feast or Famine, but we didn't write. You didn't make the music. I'll put the responsibility on you, even though I've made all the bad music on this podcast. Um, it should go dun, 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 Feast, feast or, or famine. famine. Yeah, anyway. But you're not going to do it, yeah. No, but I'm never going to do gonna it. I'm not going to do it either. And you're not going to do it. Now, I, honestly, if you did it, Brandon, I think that would be the most surprise of anything you've ever done in my what entire life. What the fuck, dude? I play a little guitar. I'm learning I know you Hey play- There Delight. Lila now. Oh, that's a classic. Unbelievable. I, that's, <laughs> I catch, I'm sorry, I need to cut you some slack. <laughs> I um uh I definitely played that at a high school like auditorium. Like we would do like talent shows every nine weeks or whatever the semesters were in high school. And I'm like almost hundred percent sure I played that song in front of that auditorium. So Wow. I would yeah. love to see a recording that. Uh, let's reach out reach out to your folks. Let's see if they have I'll, a recording. I'll see somewhere. what I can do. I'll see. My mom used to have that song as the ringtone whenever I would call. What do you think Interesting. of that? Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I I feel weird feelings. I'm not sure. How <laughs> Brandon, get your, Brandon, you've been a, you've been pretty accusatory. Accu, accu, no, I'm ac- sorry. Ac- what's the word I'm looking for? Accusatory? accusatory? I think accusatory, right? I don't know. Damn, I'm making myself sound dumb as dirt on the podcast today. No, 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 no. You're not dumb as dirt. I'm not dumb as dirt. We're 
We did a lot of good things this week. Listen. We, I was going to say, we opened up this podcast hyping ourselves up. Hyping ourselves up. And now, look at us. We're down in the dumps. It just shows uh, how tough life is, you know? Life just will always weigh you down. Anyways, Brandon, speaking of weighing you, weighing you up, a thing people say, what's your, what's your feast normal. of the week? Uh, my feast of the week is, have you seen Blooper and Adam Duvall's uh, son's relationship? Blooper, no. the Braves mascot? Yeah, the mascot? No. What, what's going on there? <laughs> okay, fucker. <laughs> I no. see you. You're already... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, <laughs> no there's no implication. There is no suggestion. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, he's you a, and your high school he's girlfriend. A really... <laughs> he's a toddler. Adam Duvall's son. Is a toddler and he loves Blooper and it's very That's adorable. Cute. That's adorable. He sees he saw Blooper across uh, the celebration and he waved to him and Blooper came and he picked him up out of Adam's hands oh, and also cute. he he ran to Blooper and they were holding hands. It's cute as fuck. So I'm saying Charlie Freeman, watch your ass. Wow. Okay, we got a new <laughs> we got a new Braves baby in town and he's younger and he's cuter and he likes Blooper. <laughs> oh man, Charlie's crying somewhere. Um, I'm gonna start a feud with Charlie Freeman on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, make them both Twitter accounts and give them the login information and start yeah. <laughs> get them into a Twitter feud. Um, I think the funniest part about this, and I didn't know this, which is weird because he was on the Marlins for a little while this season. Obviously, he uh, his you know what his son's name is. Yeah, I forgot. It's something. It's stone. stone. It's stone. stone. His name is Stone. What the hell? What kind of a name is that? Like Stone Phillips. Remember that guy? Hey, you know who must have been stoned when he got when he, when he got that name? You know what I mean? <laughs> Adam Duvall must have been a little stone naming his kid Were Stone. Were you high? What was it? What's up? That's <laughs> what ever, blo- Blooper we, says to him. <laughs> if we ever get Adam Duvall on the podcast, that's going to be the first. Adam, big fan of your work. Great contributions to the division as a whole. First things first, though. How high were you when you named your son Stone? Um, yeah, I went him over right away. Um, I'm going to have the giggles for the rest of the pod, I can tell, because of the the, the blooper Stone incident. Um, I can already feel myself just being loopy and, and stupid. So buckle up, buddy. My Feast of the Week, Brandon, is the fact that we have an NL East team in the World Series. This is phenomenal. First off, for our brand and for content, <laughs> we uh, had a couple extra weeks of uh, being able to talk about relevant divisional baseball. Um, but also, we're starting the consistent track of every year that we have NL Feast Pod, which means forever. We're going to do this till we die. Mm-hmm. There's going to uh, be an NL East team in the World Series. And for that, Brandon, I'm excited. I'm excited, too. It's very cool. And once again, I feel like the Braves wouldn't have gotten there without the creation of this podcast. And I'm going to say that again. <laughs> say it again. And uh, once again, I'm going to say it that the Braves would not have gotten there without the creation of this podcast. I, okay, we're not going to we're not going to make it. <laughs> you know, keep doing it. Okay. No, 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 no. Have you seen They Came Together, the uh, Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler movie? Like the satirical rom com? No, like a, I don't think so. It was done by like David Wayne and a bunch okay. of the wet hot people. Um, no. There's like an, like a minute and a half of him being like, "Tell me about it." <laughs> And they just like keep repeating the same thing. You can <laughs> say that funny. again. Um, That's cute. You should watch it. It's it's probably my favorite comedy of the last like fifteen years. Really? Like, I've never, is, I don't know this at all. When did this come out? It came out. Oh, I would guess like two thousand fourteen. Um, and it, yeah, it's Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler, uh, Jason's not Jason Sudeikis. Jason Manzukis is in it. Two thousand fourteen. Um, yeah, D- uh, Kobe Smolders, you know him. Ed Helms is in it. Ed her, Helms. not him. Who did I say? Kobe Smolders. I said him. Whoops. That's a her. Okay. Yep. Sorry, that is a her. Um, speaking of Marvel movies, Kobe Smolders in Marvel movies. Um, and Ed Helms plays a character called Egbert, which is, which is very funny. So. <laughs> I like it. I'm sold already. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend it. Honestly, no, we can't. There is a basketball scene in it, but there's not a baseball scene in it. I was like, how can I find a way for us then to I'm talk about Then I'm not interested. <laughs> then I don't give a shit, says Brandon. Um, all right. What's your famine of the week, Brandon? We're going long somehow. My, fa- one, my one famine is Mets Twitter right now is out of control. <laughs> no, um, what's going so on? So it's it's the positive today, recording Monday, was that today is the 35th anniversary of the famous Buckner play in the 1986 World oh, Series. Yes, let's go. That's exciting. Always like watching a great call by Vin Scully. But aside from that, aside from that, it is insane right now with <laughs> weird rumors about the president of baseball operations. Oh, the job. Everyone being insanely negative on the search. And it's just like, we don't know anything. So everyone needs to calm down. The World Series isn't over yet. They're clearly interviewing people. Yes, some big names have stepped away from it, but maybe it's because they're from the area or they already have that job or you don't know what happened behind closed doors, okay? So it's not weird. Someone's going to take the position. They're just interviewing the right people. So everyone needs to calm down. I know it's always doom and gloom in Metzland, but I really, uh, unless they don't have someone by 
by the GM meetings. Yes. That's when you get worried. That's when you get worried. So let's give it this week. I predict actually by next Monday, I feel like we're going to have either a narrowing of like two candidates or we're already going to have, by the time we record next, I think we might already have or know who the next president of baseball operations will be for the Well, Mets. hell so yeah. Let's go. Calm down, everyone. It'll be fine. Everyone's freaking out, accusing people of making up rumors <laughs> out of control. It's, it's, a, not a, it's not a healthy place. It's unacceptable, Brandon. You can say it. It's, it's unacceptable. Get it together, Mets Twitter. Uh, Marlon's Twitter is fine. Oh, wait. No, it's not. The Dolphins are 1-6. in six. The entire world is, is melting <laughs> around every single person. Um, my famine of the week, Brandon, is I'm worried we're going to get a strike here, buddy. Uh, this will be more probably of an offseason discussion when the ball gets rolling on the offseason. But um, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of rumors a buzzing around that, the, that there's already a, a work stoppage planned or an anticipation of work stoppage. A lot of stuff was coming out today, Monday, um, October 25th. I almost said 6th. It's the 25th. Um, and, you know, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good for baseball. That's not good for our podcast. That's not good for my mental health. It requires a baseball game to fall asleep to most nights. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. What would you do if the – what do we do if the if, if there's like a strike or, a se- God forbid, a whole season? I can't, I can't imagine that's going to happen. There's so much money on the line that I think it, it behooves both sides – to get something done. I mean, I obviously the players should fight for, for what's right for them. We're pro labor. Yes. Pro labor. Um, but I feel like, I feel like something will get done. It might be, maybe the season will be delayed. Maybe spring training will be delayed. I could see it, but I don't see it being like a 1994 situation where the season was canceled. Yes. Um, or not starting for next year. Hey, and Brandon, I hope not to, because what, what the fuck are we going to talk about again? Why, why do you want to know? These what year was it? Was it 94? No, 92. What are you talking okay. about? Okay. Oh, really? We're the same? Oh, we're like months apart? Yeah. Why did I think we were a year apart? I don't know. Well, okay. I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> <as hell. laughs> right, never mind. Well, then the year my brother was born, cursed mm-hmm. the earth. He comes oh. in March 94. What happens? No baseball. The curse? A mm. coincidence? I don't the year know. the Montreal Expos were supposed to win the World Series. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's uh, true. All our Expos fans are rolling in their graves because they're dead. <laughs> um, anyways, Brandon. Yeah, that's my famine of the week. Uh, I think this is the part where we would normally get to podcast reviews. And even though we've been pretty desperate, frankly. Uh, begging, the, uh, begging. On the streets with on signs. On the streets with signs. Um, I don't believe we have any new podcast reviews because I got an email last time it happened. Um, our boy Aram, shout out to Aram and Just Baseball Media. Um, so we got no podcast reviews, but if you leave a five star podcast review, we will read whatever you say on the pod. Well, almost almost whatever you say on the pod. Um, I'll say it. I don't care. Wow, Brandon Rebel, you're your little <laughs> James Dean in you. I had no idea. Um, and Brandon, this is a classic segment on the pod where I say we don't have any emails without having checked our email. But I'm about to find out what happened. And do we have any emails, Brandon? What's your guess? No, I don't think so. No, no emails, Brandon. All right. All right. Well, Brandon, I hate to end on a sour note. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my God. No. I forgot a whole segment. <laughs> I forgot a whole segment. We got a sweet Bra- note. Brandon, we got a sweet note. As you know, and as we've been doing probably for the last 20 episodes, we have a segment called Feature Future Fans where we give a shout out to some people we've really appreciated on Twitter and we think will enjoy our podcast. Brandon, this week, we got a big shout out from our friend Dylan Short. Fan of the pod, friend of the pod, guest of the pod, we're a fan of his pod, you name it. Um, Dylan Short of Locked On Braves and Talking Sombrero podcast. Um, Talking Sombrero, right? Platinum Sombrero. Jesus Platinum. Christ, what's the matter yeah. with me? Um, so big shout out to Dylan. We love Dylan. Um, but we also, this is why I got it screwed up. We want to give a shout out to at Talking Tomahawk. We love Talking Tomahawk, Brandon. What's what we've been doing all day today? Talking Tomahawk. That's all we do. We just can't stop talking Tomahawk. We can't stop talking Tomahawk. Um, So shout out to you. These are people that we felt like uh, kind of enjoyed uh, our shout out from Dylan. And for that reason. Well, yeah, they they followed us. I sent out a nice congratulatory tweet to the Braves fans. That's what you got to do. You got to grease the palms as we learned. (laughs) I said, hey, love you, Braves. Wink, (laughs) wink. Not knowing we're terrorist cells for the Marlins and Mets. Little do Um, they know. Um, Little do they know. Talking uh, talking Tomahawk, friend of the pod now. Congratulations. You made it. You're a friend of NL Feast Pod. You got some news scores and a fan page for Braves fans. Go make sure to check them out. We also have our boy... Mason Guess, Guess Mason, which is a, honestly a phenomenal name. Is that a is that like a one of your favorite names that you've heard on, on our podcast as of late? Mason Guess, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not as good as uh, 
Eddie Krueger. <laughs> That's pretty good. He's sending him to the ER. Um, we got Mason Guest, another Braves fan. Uh, you can follow him at, at guest Mason underscore Mason. Uh, loves some Braves and a huge Vol fan. What do you think of what's a Vol? Tennessee volunteer, probably. Ah, smart man. Austin Riley's number one fan, and he hits dingers. So apparently, he's a bit of an athlete himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, of course, we got none other than at Dallas Britt, who is verified. Which is this our? No, it's not our first verified follower, but. An interesting concept I thought of right now. It's our first verified follower. Uh, but I forgot about our boy, Aram. Aram is officially uh, verified now. So shout out to Dallas Britt. PR and media relations if you need it. Braves fan. Also married. Sorry, Brandon. Um, so. <laughs> How do you know I'm searching on Twitter for a Braves fan? I need some talking tomahawk in my life. Yeah, you need a little bit of talking tomahawk in your life. But Brandon, now that's the end of the show. Sorry to the future future fans. Normally we only made you make you wait to the second to last segment, but today we made you wait till the very end of the segment. Um, but Brandon, before you go, I got a bit of a reveal for you. Um, I need you to vamp for like seven seconds. Can you do that for me? Okay. Sam's about to show me something that I'm unaware of what it is. Is it going to be for me? Probably not. Uh, he doesn't get me gifts ever. So, you know, this is just you and me right now sitting in a room quietly. And wait, what has he got? What is this? He's holding like a black duffel bag. It looks no, like it's my hoodie. Chin. It's my hoodie. All right, oh, Brandon. It's a hoodie. Okay. Guess what? Oh, it's a t-shirt he's going to show me. Okay. This entire time, I've been wearing a Mets shirt. <laughs> is, that, is that a Seinfeld Mets shirt? It's is my that Seinfeld, from Seinfeld Mets shirt from the, you went. the game I went to. The game I went to. That I wore shirt to the gym. is funny as hell. Uh, any last words before we get out of here, Brandon? Yeah, where the fuck's my Seinfeld Mets shirt, <laughs> asshole? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>